Coming up on iPads in the Classroom, the future of Tech Edge. Hi, my name is Guy Trainin and this is iPads in the Classroom from Tech Edge and today I want to talk about the changes we're making in Tech Edge. So this will be our last show that is called iPads in the Classroom. We're making some changes and trying to address the needs of more classrooms across more districts. So what we're going to do is really change our scope and talk about mobile learning in the classroom. So we can cover devices from Chromebooks to iPads, which we're not leaving alone. I still think they're fantastic. Uh, phones and any other devices that really fit within K-12 and even beyond education, where we're, we're going to work on preschool a little bit and definitely keep our toe in higher education and help students and instructors find ways to use devices effectively. So, uh, as we move forward, we're also expanding our conferences and we're going to have conferences now in multiple cities, including Kearney in February and Lincoln in March. What do I want to talk about today? I want to talk about three of my favorite apps and these are apps that cross between the devices and actually can serve all students and users of the devices in general effectively no matter if they're using Chromebooks, if they're using laptops which I have right here or if they're using their iPads or um, Kindles or whatever devices they have. The first one uh, is probably my favorite ever, ever and that is Google Earth. So let's just go quickly to Google Earth. And what I love about Google Earth is that it is the same application across devices, despite the fact that on computers, when you're using it on your browser, you actually have more uses and you can do some more things that you can't do when you're using your iPad. Uh, however, um, iPads and other tablets have other advantages, for example, the ability to use the tilt in order to see different things at different angles. So there are advantages and disadvantages to different devices and to the way that they work. Right now, we're in Google Earth and we will go straight to where we are right now. So you can see we're going across Lincoln and that ability to zoom in and out, to see the whole globe and to really zoom in and if we'd like to actually drop and see street view and this is where we're broadcasting from and you can actually see our construction site um, across the street and this is where we are right now at Hensley Hall at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln so this is a really quick way to gain a lot of information and to tour I mean, we're touring right now where we are, which is one way. And when we're working with young kids, this is highly effective in exploring the neighborhood, the way they go from home to school and things like that. But there's also that ability to really look at other places across the earth. So we can go to Paris. And this will probably take us to Paris, Texas, but I'm not sure, no? It is taking us to Paris, France, and you can see how it zooms in and out, again, getting that notion of a globe, the ability to explore, to get information from Wikipedia, to get a lot of photos. This is just an example 
of a photo so you can get a lot of information very quickly, do a tour, whether you're teaching literature and you want to show the place it's happening or when you're studying geography or any other subject really that pertains to sites around the globe and again you can go to the street level or stay at the global level explore all of that information that is embedded within Google Earth and this will work on the iPad really well it'll work on a laptop or a Chromebook just as easily with some advantages so some of the things that you can do on a laptop or a Chromebook is the ability to actually record tours and then show it to students or have students record tour with multiple sites and be able to present their work that way. You can also uh, go back and forward in time so you can actually see the, uh, the results of Google Earth from different time points in history and you can see the development of urban areas and the more we have Google Earth um, and the more we have satellite pictures, the easier it becomes for us to have continuous information and be able to explore even processes of change. So this is Google Earth. The second one, and that would be an obvious one for me because it's my favorite way to broadcast, is YouTube. So if we look at YouTube, and YouTube works well on multiple devices and allows you to see uh, different videos from different providers, including Tech Edge, so you can save channels and make sure that you're getting the information. Here is Tech Edge and our new logo, and that allows you to see what movies are available and play them on the device. And again, you can broadcast, it, broadcast that. We're working with an Apple TV here, but you can do that through a Chromecast or just through a hardwire and be able to do that. It's great to look for. Uh, different videos and YouTube is very good at recognizing what you're looking for and making suggestions for other things that will fit within that time within that frame of interest so this is YouTube and the last one and this is probably one of my favorites my kids use it a lot is Overdrive and Overdrive is a way to connect to your local library or to the school library and depending on if they have that service and then be able to uh, borrow that book electronically and read it at home and it's a great way to supplement what you're doing in the library. I think all kids need and want to go to the library and pick up the books and be able to touch them and see what's next to them. But Overdrive really allows you to be anywhere and pick up new books, try out. There are samples so you can try out the sample, a few books and see if that's something you'd like to read and you can borrow wherever you are in the world as long as you are connected to that specific overdrive and again this will work on the iPad which is where I started using it but it does work on my laptop and it will work on your Chromebook so you can use it across multiple devices without losing everything so today we talked about some of the changes we're going to make we're meeting more people um, in person in our conferences but we're also at the same time uh, changing our that we're doing with you from iPads in the classroom to mobile learning in the classroom, trying to serve as many teachers as we can across the United States and the world. And I'll see you next time on mobile learning in the classroom.